Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. All day on Saturday. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. It's 33 in Germantown, 35 in Annandale, and we have 34 degrees in downtown D.C. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Doman. Coming up... We are following multiple breaking stories this morning. We'll be live in the Navy Yard after a Housing Authority police officer was shot there earlier this morning. Also, the Hamas-run health ministry says more than 100 civilians are dead, others wounded after Israeli troops opened fire in Gaza City. A big step forward to transforming the decaying RFK Stadium site. I'm Dick Iuliano. The major challenge of recycling plastics from asthma inhalers and insulin pens. I'm Nick Ainelli. WTOP News Time, it's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. <laughs> Palestinian officials say more than 100 people were killed after an attack in Gaza today. Hospitals say they're overwhelmed with the injured. The BBC's Yoland Nell. Graphic videos posted on social media show the dead in Gaza City loaded onto emptied aid lorries and a donkey cart. A journalist told the BBC that Israeli tanks opened fire on a crowd who'd come to collect supplies. According to official data from the Hamas-run health ministry, the source quoted by UN agencies, more than 30,000 Palestinians have now been killed in the war. An Israeli government spokesperson blames today's deaths on Gazan delivery drivers plowing into the crowd as people clamored for flour and canned food. President Biden and Donald Trump both head to the southern border today to highlight opposing views on dealing with an overwhelming influx of migrants. Adam Rodriguez, who lives in Eagle Pass, feels recent arrests have been overkill. We've raised our kids here, you know, and, and there's never been any criminal element. You don't have to worry about walking down the street. Lawmakers in the House are set to vote on a stopgap spending bill to avert a partial government shutdown. CBS's Christopher Cruz. Without the deal, some agencies would have run out of funding over the weekend. Under the plan, Congress would temporarily extend funding for one set of federal agencies through March 8th and for another through March 22nd. Speaker Johnson will try to rally support from his Republican conference behind closed doors this morning. The Senate would have to pass the bill, too, before it heads to the president's desk. A key measure used by the Fed to gauge inflation is just about what was expected. It was up 0.3 percent in January, but 2.4 percent from a year ago. Those are actually the lowest levels in two years to blame for the increase soaring food and energy prices. Russia's president is rattling nerves again. In his annual State of the Union address, Russian President Vladimir Putin warned the West against any deeper involvement in Ukraine. It does risk a conflict with nuclear weapons, he said. Putin speaking ahead of elections he's certain to win with any potential opponents derailed or dead. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. New study in the Journal of the American Heart Association links pot, smoked, vaped or eaten to a 95% higher risk of heart attack and 42% increased risk of stroke. CBS News contributor Dr. Celine Smoke is smoke is smoke. So if you're smoking cigarettes, if you're smoking cannabis, if it's wildfire smoke, smoke is still inhaled. You're inhaling these particles, these other chemicals, which can cause damage to your lung and your heart. That's a 25% increased risk of heart attack. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast 
from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 903 on Leap Day, Thursday, February 29th. 31 degrees now, going up to near 50 under sunny skies. Good morning. I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Dome and our top local stories at this hour. We begin in Southeast D.C. where a D.C. Housing Authority police officer has been shot and is being treated at a local hospital this morning. A news conference from D.C. police has gotten just started. Officers are providing an update on the shooting, but here's what we know so far. The shooting occurred around 5.30 a.m. somewhere on M Street Southeast near the Navy Yard. You're being asked to avoid that area if you're around there. Police have set up a barricade as officers try to find the suspect. Now, the officer who was shot was conscious and breathing when taken to the hospital. We have WTOP's Kyle Cooper there. We'll get the latest as soon as police fill him in on what they know so far. In an unusual display of bipartisanship, the House has passed a bill that would allow D.C. to redevelop the deteriorating RFK Stadium site. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports many local leaders see a huge economic development opportunity. With the prospect of adding commercial and residential space to the RFK site, D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says it's a big win. This bill would allow D.C. to create a mixed-use development and to generate significant revenue for D.C. Most Marylanders in the House voted no, hoping the state holds on to the Washington commanders. Prince George's Glenn Ivey says the bill gives D.C. an unfair advantage. It's most certainly not a level playing field when one interested jurisdiction receives a free transfer of federal government subsidized land. Mayor Bowser says the win is a significant step. Delegate Holmes Norton says she'll work to get it passed in the Senate. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Retail sales of recreational marijuana in Virginia would begin next year under legislation passed by the General Assembly. The plan now heads to Governor Glenn Youngkin. In 2021, Virginia became the first southern state to legalize pot use for adults over 21. But because of political gridlock since then, it has not set up retail sales. Under this plan, the legal weed market could open in May of next year. Youngkin has made clear the issue is not a priority for him, but he's not specifically threatening a veto. He learned the community he lives in is named for a slaveholder, and a Fairfax County man is now trying to rename his town after an enslaved child. WTOP's Scott Gelman spoke with him. David Martosco was researching how people in Northern Virginia celebrate Juneteenth when he learned Burke was named after Silas Burke. He was overseeing slave auctions in Fairfax while he was a judge and a school board member. Now he's leading an effort to change the name to Fenton. That was the first child who Burke owned. I really want the teachable moments that juxtapose Fenton's name with Silas Burke's name. He's planning community meetings and he's going to have to petition the U.S. Board on Geographic Names to make the change. He's hoping his advocacy sparks bigger conversations. Renaming the town after a six-year-old African-American boy is absolutely perfect because we're forced to face the truth that not all the slaves were adults who could run away. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Some good news for many Hyundai and Kia owners. This weekend, Maryland State Police will be offering free steering wheel locks for some models. 
Elena Russo with the Maryland State Police said the idea is to address those Kias and Hyundais still targeted by thieves. Anybody who owns a Hyundai or Kia that uses a physical key to start, those are the owners that we are reaching out to to provide these free steering wheel locks to. There's no need to register and it's first come first serve. The barracks where the locks will be given away include Rockville College Park in Forestville. Some Kia and Hyundai models have been a favorite of thieves after social media posts demonstrated how they could be stolen. Russo urges all car owners to lock their cars, never leave keys inside, and keep valuables out of sight. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Still ahead after traffic and weather. Some key economic indicators are being released this morning, and we're seeing a positive direction for the Dow Futures. I'm Steve Dresner. It's coming up on 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the AIDS. Rita Kessler's had a lot going on in the WTLB Traffic Center today. Yes, 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 especially delays, and that's what we're seeing on the Beltway. Let's start out in Maryland on the Outer Loop with the slowdown from 95 to Georgia Avenue, or on the Inner Loop that slows from 95, headed past Route 1 in College Park. You'll also find in Prince George's County a delay that begins on the Outer Loop from 202, making your way toward the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. The Inner Loop slows toward 450 uh, as well. Now you're going to find the Inner Loop delay toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, beginning near St. Barnabas Road toward 295 and the bridge. Coming off of 95 in Springfield, that delay takes you all the way past 236 in Annandale and now a delay passing 66 toward Route 7 where there was a report of a wreck. Uh, we did have a wreck on the interloop reported before Braddock Road within that delay that we saw into Annandale, but that should be over on the right shoulder. Now eastbound 66 slows approaching and passing Route 50. We also have the delay before Nutley Street toward the Beltway. That is where we had a report of a wreck. East Eastbound Route 7 near Beulah Road and Forestville Drive, the right lane was getting by that crash. It is southbound 95 near the Centerport Parkway. The work was set up in the left lane. Also, it looks like southbound 355 at Araby Church Road is completely reopened. They should have fixed all the downed wires that were in the roadway, and you should be getting by both northbound and southbound on 355 along that stretch. Now, in the district, southbound DC 295 delays from Eastern Avenue passing East Capitol Street. Northbound I-295 still a little heavy from uh, Joint Pace Anacostia Bowling or Malcolm X Avenue toward the 11th Street Bridge where there was a report of a wreck. Southbound I-295 before the Suitland Parkway. The left lane was getting by the crash and now eastbound on the freeway or northbound 395 near the 3rd Street Tunnel. There's work set up in the left lane. The WTOP Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP traffic. WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. Say goodbye to the 60s for now. That's where we were yesterday, but it's going to feel like the 20s and teens this morning with winds gusting up to about 25, 30 miles an hour, at least through the first half of the day. It'll start to settle down through the afternoon, and then you'll really feel the winds calm by the evening commute. But listen, the wind show much of the day is going to be in the 30s. So bundle up. Plenty of sunshine, though. Overnight, clear. Temperatures in the 20s and 30s. Increasing clouds tomorrow, but not too bad. We're back in the 50s. Lighter winds. Expect rain and clouds in 50s on Saturday. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. Right now, it's 31 in Potomac. We have 34 down in Brandywine. It's 31 in Springfield and 32 degrees here at WTOP. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest conditions apply go to longfence.com 
It is 9:10. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Let's say good morning to Steve Dresner. And good morning, Michelle and John. The Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, or PCE for short, did increase 0.4% for January, and that's a 2.8% rise from last year. Now, in addition, personal income did jump 1% for January. That's well above the forecast that was originally put out. And as 0.3% that was expected. Coming up later on this morning, we'll hear about the latest figures of, of pending home sales. And again, that's later on this morning. As far as Dow futures are concerned, they're currently up 74, S&P 500 up 16, and the NASDAQ futures up 98. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Coming up, we continue to follow the breaking news out of the Navy Yard area after a Housing Authority police officer was shot there this morning morning. Another live report from the scene coming up next. We'll have the latest info from WTOP's Kyle Cooper. It's 912. Avoid the hassle of selling privately or dealing with a dealer. We Buy Any Car is the fast and fair way to sell. Get your car's valuation now at webuyanycar.com. February may be American Heart Month, but every month is a good time to get proactive about preventing heart disease. Deborah Feinstein, Talked with cardiologist Dr. Vonnie Ponce-Garg of MedStar Washington Hospital Center for WTOP's Get on Top of Your Health series about the importance of knowing your cholesterol and blood pressure numbers. There's your bad cholesterol, which is called LDL, and your good cholesterol, which is called your HDL. And the ratio of those is important. So under 200 for your total cholesterol is technically considered normal. What are some things that folks can do if they are told that their cholesterol is a little bit high? One will be food sources, the second is exercise, and the third is medications if that's necessary. Cholesterol comes from baked goods, so the different kinds of oils that are used there, animal products, and dairy. So cheeses, yogurts, they all have fats in them, but it's important to not have a too overwhelming amount of them or to have a balanced diet. The most change in cardiovascular health and health outcomes is the Mediterranean diet. Essentially, it is very heavy in vegetables, Um, If there's meats, it's usually more chicken or fish. It's more baked, no fried, and um, olive oil rather than using butters. In terms of exercise, we usually recommend 45 minutes, uh, 40 minutes at least, at least three to four times a week of moderate intensity exercise. So something that really gets your heart rate up and, and sweating. And then the last would be medications. Talk a little bit about blood pressure. To put it very simply, a blood pressure higher than 130 over 85 is high. So if your numbers are high at home, that's usually an indication to us that you need to be started on treatment. Multiple classes of medications. I tell patients all the time that trust in your doctor and with your doctor is the most important. Once you have that trusting relationship, I think patients are much more likely to see their doctor regularly. For more. Go to WTOP.com and search Top Health. Coming up, the defense secretary on the hot seat this morning on Capitol Hill, 914. Hi, this is George Wallace, and when it's time for home improvement, there's only one call that you need to make. And I've been telling you, pick up the phone, call Jessica Fingles at New Look Home Design. I need a new siding on my house. What do you think I did? And now could not be happier with the job that New Look did on my siding on my house. They came out, gave me an estimate and a 3D rendering of my home to try on the new siding. And right now, Jessica's offering... The biggest deal yet. 60% off of roofing, siding, and door materials. Plus... 
get a $1,500 manufacturer's rebate on roofing and siding materials. And if that's not enough, you can qualify for 12-month interest-free financing. And if you're a teacher, military, and first responder, or senior citizen, take an extra 5% off. And as another bonus, get a $100 Restaurant.com gift card just for mentioning my name when you call. Don't waste any more time, folks. Pick up the phone and call New Look Home Design, 800-279-5300, or visit newlookhomedesign.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 915. Good morning. I'm John Doman. And I'm Michelle Bash. Breaking news this morning. Arrests have now been made after a D.C. Housing Authority police officer was shot this morning in the Navy Yard neighborhood. WTOP's Kyle Cooper joins us live from the scene with the latest. Yeah, Michelle, this is happening in the uh, 400 block of M Street. We just got an update from D.C. police. They tell us that about 5.30, 6 o'clock this morning, there were two people that entered and um, a unit, uh, an apartment unit for senior citizens here, and they were not welcome. And they, uh, some residents called police um, to come in and ask them to leave the area. When two police officers arrived, they confronted a man and a woman who were in this building. They were not supposed to be there. And there was a struggle. Um, shot was fired at one of the officers. That officer was hit in the abdomen. And then they chased these two suspects down to the lobby of the building where there was an exchange of gunfire between them and police. And then again, a third exchange of gunfire outside the building. Um, a short time later then, they were able to um, get this person to surrender. So they made the arrest of the alleged shooter, a male, that's all we know, and then a female who was with him. Um, we do know that they are under arrest. They've been taken from the scene here. We also know that the officer was taken to a hospital um, conscious and breathing, but we don't have any other information about um, the status of his injuries or how he's doing. We'll let you know more. We do know, uh, Michelle and John, that that officer is a six-year veteran of the D.C. Police Department. Reporting live in Southeast, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's 917, and the defense secretary appears on Capitol Hill today talking about his failure to disclose his cancer diagnosis and subsequent hospitalizations. It follows a review by the Pentagon, which some have criticized. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is scheduled to square off with members of Congress today about why he waited several days to notify the president, Congress and the public he was hospitalized and in the ICU. Although a review released by the Pentagon found there was no deliberate attempt by Austin or his aides to keep the hospitalization secret, it did acknowledge the policies for transferring the responsibilities of the secretary need to be improved. David Martin, CBS News, the Pentagon. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Repeating our breaking news, two people now under arrest after a D.C. Housing Authority police officer was shot in the Navy Yard neighborhood this morning. The Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza now says more than 100 civilians are dead, more than 700 wounded after an Israeli airstrike. And both the president and former president will visit the southern border today. We'll have more details in the minutes ahead. It's 918. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s. Take it away, Rita Kessler. Well, let's start out on the Beltway. This is the outer loop with the delays in Maryland after 95, headed past 29 Colesville Road. If you're coming off of 270 onto the inner loop, that delay will continue toward Connecticut Avenue and on to southbound Connecticut Avenue. Prince George's County Beltway inner loop slows passing Route 1 in College Park, but this will now take you all the way toward 450. Keep an eye out for a work crew. Then the delay uh, before 210, headed toward 295 and the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Inner loop in Virginia delays uh, headed toward Braddock Road where there was a crash on the right shoulder and then the delay continues passing 236 in Annandale then slow from 29 in Merrifield headed past 66 toward Route 7 where there was a report of a wreck. Uh, if you're on uh, 95 in Virginia it was southbound near the Centerport Parkway. Still seeing the delay coming out of Stafford so that work is still there in the left lane. Should be there until about 10 o'clock. Then northbound slows out of Springfield headed on to 395 toward Duke Street and from the Pentagon headed across the 14th Street Bridge into the district. We did have the work crew that was eastbound on the freeway near the 3rd Street Tunnel taking the left lane. If you're in the district southbound I-295 before the Suitland Parkway, there was a crash on the right side. We still have the delay northbound from Malcolm X Avenue toward the 11th Street Bridge and then delays northbound on DC-295 passing Pennsylvania Avenue. The southbound slowdown is coming off of the BW Parkway headed to Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, if you're on uh, M Street, this is in southeast between 4th Street and 8th Street. That had been blocked with the police activity. Looks like some of that delay we were seeing on the inner loop in Maryland near the Greenbelt Metro is now a crash in the right center lane. So that's the reason for that delay. That's all the way back near Route 1 in College Park. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Happy Leap Day. Happy Leap Day and happy birthday to those who celebrate every four years. They're, oh, they're out there. I feel so, bad hey, for them. It's a cold leap day, and we are going to look for temperatures that are going to be uh, on the chilly side, especially compared to yesterday. Uh, we're only in the 30s right now. We will eventually rebound to the middle 40s at best, and then we'll see those winds start to settle down. But we have wind chill factors out there right now that are in the 20s, so definitely chilly. Mainly clear skies moving into the evening. Tonight, our sun will set at 6 o'clock on the dot as our daylight hours grow longer and longer. Mainly clear skies after that. Mid- 20s to middle 30s overnight into early tomorrow morning. Tomorrow clouds will increase ahead of our next weather maker. Evening showers are likely temperatures in the 50s. Steady rain arrives after midnight, continues through early Saturday morning with lingering drizzle after that. High Saturday in the 50s and by Sunday we're in the 60s. Something to look forward to. 36 degrees downtown. It's 36 in Warrington and 32 degrees in Gaithersburg. And that's brought to you by Len, the plumber, heating and air. Trusted same day service, seven days a week. Still ahead on WTOP, we'll talk about some plastic items that look like they'd be good for recycling, but they're really not. We'll explain. 921. What if AI could help your agency deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your agency can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your agency. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. 
That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair, Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-811-4975 to speak to an expert. That's 800-811-4975. Issues that matter most to voters in the DMV. Local races that could make all the difference. Coverage you can always rely on. Election 2024 on WTOP News. Facts matter. 923. Millions of people rely on asthma inhalers to live a healthier life. But as WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports, some medical devices come with an environmental downside as the plastic in them is very difficult to recycle. It's made up of multiple materials. And that's the main problem when it comes to trying to recycle small medical devices such as asthma inhalers. Tom Zaki, CEO of the global recycling company TerraCycle. You have alloys, polymers, so metals and plastics. There's all these materials that have to be managed differently. And typically it costs more than it's worth to recycle those devices, such as inhalers, insulin pens, and EpiPens. Sometimes companies that manufacture the devices help out with the cost of recycling. Zaki says they may face more requirements to do that as time goes on. We do see in the United States, for example, many states have started to pass extended product responsibility regulation, which is a way to create funding to offset the issue. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. music icon Cindy Lauper, who rose to fame in the 1980s with hits such as Time After Time and Girls Just Want to Have Fun, has entered a partnership with the Swedish masterminds behind the immersive virtual concert ABBA Voyage. It involves the acquisition of a majority share of the award-winning singer-songwriter's music to create new performances and experiences for live audiences among the ideas an immersive theater exhibit. The 70-year-old singer tells the Associated Press she entered the deal because her pop house collaborators want to make something new. Four decades after her breakthrough solo album, the 70-year-old Queens, New York native is still brimming with ideas and the energy to bring them to stage. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Dave Preston, you a Cindy Lauper fan? You know what? I think we we did not mention that she basically ruled the room for about five seconds in the "We Are the World" video. Oh yeah, and, and, and made everybody <laughs> wonder what is she having to enjoy with her tea this evening. Men's college basketball saw Maryland come up short against Northwestern, sixty-eight, sixty-one. Coach Kevin Willard's team shoots two for twenty-two from three-point range. I thought we got some good open looks early, and. What's kind of happened happened with us at, against Rutgers and a little bit against Michigan State, it's kind of just we missed some good looks and it kind of just affected us the rest of the game. Jameer Young nets 24 points in defeat. Virginia beats Boston College 72-68. to Reese Beekman leading the Cavaliers with 18 points and 8 assists. American and Navy both win. Eagles and Midshipmen meet Saturday afternoon at Bender Arena. VCU and Richmond also post victories, as does James Madison. Women's Hoops, George Mason defeats Dayton 78-53. Kennedy Harris paces the Patriots with 27 points. The George Washington women, VCU, and Richmond also notch W's. Exhibition Baseball, Nationals beat Boston 4 
three. Jackson Rutledge strikes out three, but allows two runs on four hits over two innings. Dave Preston, a fan of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, the movie with Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt, WTOP Sports. Michelle Bass, a fan of Cindy Lauper. Definitely. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll have the latest on a 